0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblo Escapes and Discussion. And today I've got the great pleasure of being joined by photographer Rachel Talabart. Good evening, Rachel.
1: Hi, Ewan. Really nice to see you.
0: Yes, nice to see you as well. And since we last spoke, actually, we managed to catch up on the South Coast, which was lovely over the summer to actually put a, a proper face to name and say hello. So this is your this is your third time. You are one of the Test Guinea pigs originally. Then we spoke about uh, another one of your your last book, I think, a, a year or so ago. But today um, is wonderful to be able to chat to you about Sirens, the new gallery edition, um, which, for those of you who don't know, it's probably slightly bigger than a three or there thereabouts, um, filled with some old favourites but also many many new shots and actually some uh, totally unseen photographs from what I, from what I can remember um it's beautiful case bound and um, i think there's a very very fancy print edition as well um so i'm really keen just to to understand kind of where the idea and where the where the kind of the, the passion for for doing this big big bold edition came from
1: yeah, so uh, you and you and I chat quite a lot, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Behind the scenes, via direct messages, all the time, and and you therefore know that I have, but other people don't. That I've been hankering to do this book for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, Sirens was, uh, as most people will probably know, is probably the my most well-known portfolio, and um, it is as a body of work something of which I'm very proud, but. You know, I've moved on. I don't do much in that of that sort of thing anymore. So, for people who don't know, that's monstrous storm waves named after myth and legend, Um, and it was the subject of a a slender volume that came out um, at the beginning of two thousand and eighteen. But I mean, the actual project, in terms of the images, yep. you know, many, many more came. The images were captured later. Yeah. Um So. I kind of want to sort of draw a line under the project and say, this is it. Yeah, and I've yeah. wanted to do it for a while. And I wanted to, to be able to get the best from the, the first book, but also tons of sirens that came along later. And as you say, some new ones. And what I really wanted to do, which is completely mad, brain scheme, was to make a book where every time someone said, shall we go bigger? Shall we spend more? Shall we do that? <laughs> instead of thinking... I need to make money. I was just going to say yes to everything, (laughs) (laughs) which you can't do when you work with the publisher. So really, although it's ostensibly published by Envisage Books, which is Eddie Ephraim's uh, label, it's really self-published. So this is my first venture into self-publishing. So where I funded the whole thing, and what's more, I decided not to have any pre-orders either because I don't really like pre-orders. So it's a completely different uh, model from what you will get if you work with any publisher. Absolutely. And I was, because I had complete control, I was able to just say, right, yes, let's make it even bigger. Yes, let's go for the 200 GSM paper instead of 170. Let's, you know, and, and just yes, 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 every time the project got more crazy. Um, the end result is a book of the first <laughs> book, it's my fourth monograph, it's the first one where I felt utterly proud of it without any any qualifications whatsoever without any misgivings
0: yeah it's 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 absolutely beautiful and i suppose compared to the first sirens book which i've got on my shelf the, the size difference just to begin with it works wonders for 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 the work, and it really allows you to kind of step into some of the some of the shots and some of the work, and and you get an, you, I think you get a greater appreciation for for the scale of the work. Um, but yeah, as you say, you've gone big and bold in the most possible way known. Um, but but as you said, it was it was that when we talked about it beforehand, that was always what you envisaged doing. So from a point of view of having. Heard all the the stories and the progress as it kind of came to fruition. It's wonderful to actually see that you've 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 you genuinely have followed through in terms of every part of what you said you would do, which was it's gonna be as big as I can possibly make it size wise, um, but but using the finest finest quality and 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 making sure that actually comes through, um, and yeah, I. I can only say I think you've done a fantastic piece of work, fantastic justice to, to the work as well. Very, very brave, I think, as anyone who's probably self-published any form of book will probably know. Um, but, yeah, just just to see some of the work in in the scale that it's shown in this book is is beautiful.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much, Ewan, and thank you for buying a copy. Uh, every cell counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, one of the big differences with this that I didn't haven't been able to do on any of the three previous occasions was being able to go on press. So um, we got it printed in Verona by EBS Berta Lazzi. But I, can, I can't pronounce it. I have no Italian in my skill set. <laughs> um, and I went out with Eddie. The two of us went out for three days and we were on press for the whole three days that the book was being printed which for various complicated reasons, I've never been allowed or able to do with previous books. And what a difference that makes. So first of all, um, I can't imagine now ever making a book and not using EBS because they are brilliant. And the whole team there, I would say, are utterly dedicated to producing fine work. Yeah. Yeah they are not interested in just pushing something through fast yeah they are not they i mean honestly it took ages to get them to invoice me they are just they're not part <laughs> of them. you know i mean obviously they need to pay their staff and so on but i mean they're a huge operation um yeah. and and you know global operation and and people from all over the world send their books there but the people are great and they care you know i was having the print workers coming up to me and, and ooing and ahhing over the pictures genuinely yeah. and being able to, you know, the page comes off. We were only able to get four pages on the sheet because. size? Yeah. Um, but they would come off. The new sheet would come off and then it's put on a, a big table with proper, you know, calibrated lights. And then there's all these sorts of um. Sliders and things is a bit. It reminded trying to be a bit of a because I've I've sort of taken my daughter to studios to record her music before. Well, the sliders you get with synthesizers and things. Yep. Yeah, and you know we'd be looking at it, and Eddie's there as well with his expertise, and we're sort of saying, well, do we think there's maybe just a bit too much magenta here, or a bit too much green, and can we adjust that? And they're sort of they're very expert, and they and they're totally cool with with changing it and. I'm, I'm quite pragmatic. I'm not sort of ridiculous. So I think they appreciated that. But even so, you know, I did never felt that it was kind of them and me um, yeah. in some sort of opposition.
0: Yeah, never a battle.
1: No, never a battle. They wanted it to be good. And with the black and white, we've got black and white section, um, you know, there's various ways, as you you'll know you, and that you can approach that in a book that's also colour, Yes. Um, and we decided to go with duotones, which is the best, most high quality option. Um, <laughs> as and would, as a then <laughs> yes, exactly. They have a guy at EBS whose only job is to make duotones and yeah. he's just amazing. I sat with him because one of them hadn't quite worked and sat with him while we worked on it. And, you know, it's a really specialist job Yeah. and he was brilliant. Um, So it was three really long days. We were like getting there at 8 a.m. There were a couple of days when Eddie and I realized that about three, that we were very hungry and we were raiding the vending machine for snacks. (laughs) (laughs) And we're literally going until 8 p.m. It's just full on three days of full on work, but completely cool because I felt really safe with these people. I felt like they had my back, that they were invested in it being a really quality product. Yeah. And without wishing in any way to to put down anyone I've worked with before, this was the most I've ever felt that this was yeah yeah it was just a whole new experience actually yeah. for me um, yeah amazing I yeah. recommend them without hesitation
0: yeah and and the thing is as you say it's such a it's such a personal project the book that you've done um, so you have to be one hundred percent confident and therefore and also because of the size of the images you can't hide away from anything that that the, it, it's there, plain to, plain to see um in vast in vast size so the, the 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 time spent to ensure that tonally everything works particularly the black and whites when you're mixing that with the colour images as well. And um, Yeah, it's it's time well invested. That That's the thing. And the fact that you get the support of of those guys as well. and um, But also you had, this, you had the support of Eddie as well. So I'm interested, what kind of took you down the route of working with Eddie as opposed to going it purely solo?
1: Yeah, because I've always liked working collaboratively. It suits my brain. Um, I yeah. think that as an artist, you can be too close to your work. Yeah. And it's really helpful to have a second person who can give a second opinion and be a sounding board. And yeah. I I asked Eddie, I approached Eddie, just because I've got a lot of books that he's worked on by other people and I've liked them. Yes. Well, I couldn't think of a better reason to go to Eddie than that. Um, I mean, he worked on um, Jonathan Critchie's book, Silver, which I really yeah. love. He worked on Dennis and Frieda Hawking's book, UB, which I think is beautiful. Um, I've got a client called Patrick Kay, who produced a beautiful book called On Ice that Eddie worked on. And, you know, there are many more. Um, The one, um, the the Fox book that came out, the sort of uh, Fox neighbor villain icon. Yes. Yeah, and the remembering books, you know, the series Remembering Bears, Remembering Elephants, all of that. All of those Eddie's worked on. Yeah, and so it was the best TV he could ever have. Yeah, yeah. So um, I and I like him. He's a nice guy. So I would definitely work with Eddie again. Um, and it is a very collaborative process. Then, yeah. Um, no, he let me do the sequence. Yeah. I felt if I needed to ask him what he thought, that I would get a good opinion back from him and an honest, fair opinion. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, he came up with some great ideas, like the um, we've got this Myths insert.
0: Yes, which is lovely.
1: Yeah, so I, I wanted to put, I wanted to um, add that, because for me, the Myths are part of the project, and I love yeah. this. So, yeah. you know, it just seemed like a really nice thing to do. And it was Eddie's idea to, originally we were going to do a contact sheet, I of, um, but I don't actually do bursts that are long enough because i've spent enough time with the waves i don't need to run off huge long bursts so but we did find a burst of three and it was Eddie's idea to put that on the front
2: yeah, the of the yeah mid-sinsert.
1: Nice. so you know i i wouldn't have thought of that that and it's i think that's added value to the pit project um so all along there are examples of where Eddie's push me. I mean, the design, Eddie works with another, with a designer and I'm, I'm very boring and safe and I tend to go central for everything. And they kind of push the text off to the side. Yes. I wouldn't have done. In fact, I wasn't even sure I wanted to do once they showed it to me, but they kind of persuaded me. <laughs> and I think, um, I think in the, in the end I agree with them. So they said, you know, it's just boring if everything's in the middle. So
0: yeah, no, I I I think as you say, when you work with someone who's got the experience, you you inevitably benefit from that knowledge and experience um when push comes to the shove. And it's it's the we where you benefit from their experience, I think it's is adding some small touches, some small details that really just elevate the whole project mm. to to a new level. As you say, just a lovely triptych on the front. And I and I love the fact that it's a a, a pull-out because you can then sit with the work going through the white without, without having to flick to the back yeah. to see what, what it's all done. And and it's, it's uh, the, it's lovely. The fact that the, the, the myths, it's just text. There's, there's no images or anything like that. So you can kind of conjure up your own vision on what the myth is, and then go and hunt it down in the book to see, yeah, what, to, and- see to see what your representation is of said, said myth.
1: I'm really glad you like that. And um, we debated all the things we debated, all the details. For example, should there be page numbers and should the myth sheet have page numbers? And initially we did put page numbers in the myth sheet and page numbers in the book. And then we we were all fed up with that because we thought it just looked busy and messy. And then we thought, you know what? Our -hmm. readers are clever people. Let's trust them to be able to keep up. And so we took all the page numbers out, and I'm really glad we did because I hate. I mean, even with movies and, and novels, I hate being dumbed down to. I like it when the the author of the novel or the director of the movie expects me to to keep up. So I thought let's yeah. let's pay the same level of respect to our to our buyers and expect them to keep up with our page numbers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think I don't think the pages are busy at all. I love the the text at the bottom, um, for each of the images. I love the the introductions as you say, nicely set off to one side, so it gives a bit of space and it doesn't feel as though it's it's expanding out over the whole over the whole of the page. Um, and how how did you tackle sequencing? Because you've you've kept, I suppose, the image count. I suppose one might expect it to, or one could naturally assume that you could probably print far far more images. I'm sure you've got. Tens of thousands of waves, um, but actually, I think the challenge is keeping it to the right level so that people don't tire or feel right. I've kind of seen this one before, which I, which I think has been done well. How how did you kind of tackle that aspect of, and what was kind of your approach to how many images you wanted in it, the sequencing, and everything like that?
1: Yeah, great question. I did think quite hard about it because. When you've got a, quite a tight project and a tight concept, I think it can be the danger is that you start to bore the viewer. Mm-hmm. So um, I, you know, I own photo books by other photographers that are lovely, but there's just way too many pictures because their concept is really tight, so you don't need 160 pictures of the same thing.
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: and so it was. I thought it would be better to go with the sort of outside dimensions of the book being, I mean, they are definitely bigger than A3. So (laughs) it's going large there rather than with the page count. um, So that people were encouraged to spend more time with the individual pictures rather than just flicking on and maybe risking glazing their eyes over after a while. I mean, in fact, there are lots of sirens that have been published and sold that are not in this book because I didn't want to bore the viewer yeah so I wanted I mean actually fewer than half the pictures in this new book were in the first book yeah um and that was important because I didn't want this to be like a second edition of the first book I wanted this to be a thing of its own
0: yes absolutely
1: so I I've not done the maths recently but I mean considerably more than half the pictures were not in the first book and as you said five of them are completely brand new from April this year that I hadn't even shared on social media when the book came out. I wanted them to be complete surprises, um, and so sequencing was really about trying to stop it from being boring. But also, the challenge is also not not to make it disjointed and jarring.
0: Yeah, absolutely, um, and yeah, keep the flow.
1: Yeah, I think I'm I'm fairly. Comfortable with the sequence that we settled on in the end. I think it, it does just about achieve that. Um, you know, with with a lot of, of surprises for people who maybe are very familiar because they already own the first book.
2: Yeah,
0: well, that that's it. And, and I love there's there's some lovely tonal changes as well through the images. Um, which ones I'm trying to find. There's a, there's a yeah the Eos and Yusha's. Just lovely, lovely pastel tones in the skies there, which really nicely flow. Um And eighteen goddess of love, yeah. So there's there's lovely transitions through it all, and, and the black and white section I think works really really well. Print quality of its uh, of of those of of all the images is is first class, and as you say, it's the whole thing is a is a piece of art in itself because you as you, you mentioned earlier, you've gone for much thicker paper, which. Well, you maybe have a slightly lower image count than you could otherwise have had because you've got the thicker paper. It it, it bolts the whole th- whole thing up naturally anyway. And um, and and how how do you feel the the paper the paper choice went? Did you look at other options as well in terms of try out different things, see how they all responded to the to the print the paper the images?
1: Yeah, we did. We tried a few different things. Um... I um I was inspired by a variety of books, um in particular, um the books of uh, Jeffrey Conley, <laughs> um yeah because I know he has a special paper that's yeah, just used in his books only, but I really like the way that paper is quite matte, but in the image, the printed area there's a sheen
2: Lovely. to it. Yeah.
1: And I wanted something similar to that, and I was also very inspired by. I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating the next section of this podcast, um, Sandra's uh, Sandra Bartocha's, uh most recent book, "Rhythm of Nature," with the the lovely paper she's used there, which is is quite thick. Yes. So I thought, what can we find that's in that zone? Yeah. And we we went for tatami white, um, and that was Eddie's suggestion, actually. Um, and I, I, we printed some some pictures on it, and I was pleased with it. Um, it's quite white because black and white. i not, I know there is a black and white section, and I don't really like my black and whites to be black and cream.
2: Yeah, I'm really, yeah. yeah.
1: So we went with the white version of of tatami, and um, I'm glad we did. I think it was worth worth doing that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I would tend to agree. I, th- I think all the images. All images really present well, and as you say, I think I think with your with your black and whites, when you want them to be, the, the whiteness to come through, I think just just the cream underneath would mm. probably have it. But yeah, it's a, it's such a beautiful, such a beautiful thick paper quality. You can really feel, you can really feel, really feel the quality of it. Um, and when you when you did your sequencing, how how involved was Eddie in that process? And I know you had a designer involved as well. Did you kind of do the first run and then take advice, see what other people thought of it. And or did actually, you actually
1: Eddie was really laissez-faire. So I basically did the sequence. And then if I I a couple of times I said to him, Well, I'm not sure about this combination that I've suggested. What do you think? And most of the time he just said, you know, whatever you think, Rachel. Um <laughs> so it, it's the sequence is mine, essentially. Um yeah. But um, when it came to sort of laying laying out the text, yes. Eddie and the designer got much more involved in that, yeah. um, and and that's fine because I mean because it is quite quite a tight project, it wasn't especially hard to sequence. Yeah, I think it's much harder to sequence a very more diverse body of work.
0: I would, yeah, 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 there, there, yeah. There's that there, you've not got you've not got jarring subject matters whereby you're maybe going from or you're you're not going from waves to sand dunes all of a sudden and things like that so there's more of a natural flow so it's i suppose it's a lot of it will be tonally in terms of how you how you move as opposed to going from black and white to color to black and white to color then it's you keep that section keep that section together and i think it i think it works well and obviously it's beautifully cased as well and then cloth bound cover all very nice you weren't tempted to put pictures in the front cover of the book i know there's a beautiful picture in the front of the box but i i, I really just like the simplicity of the front cover i think it well, works I think yeah it works i mean really actually nice. I wish,
1: yeah i wish i could say that was an aesthetic choice so that was a very practical choice because if you have the a picture in an insert yep. on the book but you have it in a slipcase, the danger is that the picture starts to get nudged off by yep. It going in and out, obviously and this was Eddie's uh, experience really paying off. Yes, yeah. so for the one that's in the slipcase, the version that you've got, we decided to put the picture on the slipcase yeah. rather than on the book because it's quite a tight fit in the slipcase and yeah. you just don't want it nudging off. Um, but for the one in the box, we've done the reverse, so um, you won't have seen that one. Um, I haven't got the box handy, but the we went for a different cover. Yeah. So it's blue instead. All oh, right. Yes. Yep. Very nice. And we put the picture on the book. Yep. But no text. Yes. And the box has the text, text. but no picture.
0: Ah, nice. Nicely done. Yes.
1: Yeah. So it was just nice to do it, do it the other way round with yeah. that. It's still got the text on the side. And um, because this one's more expensive, this one's got silver uh mm-hmm. text. Um nice. And then it comes with a print as well. Yeah, they both have the same myth insert.
0: Yeah, that's it. And this this one, you're you're selling exclusively through your gallery representations as well. So you're not doing any sales via your website or anything like that at all.
1: No, I have I have uh, sold a few copies to like mates and direct, you know, yeah. long-standing relationships. But I think okay I'm in single figures for what I've done. Yeah. Um, it's up to the galleries to sell it. Um, and there, there's some very practical reasons for that, because since um, Brexit and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great thing that was, wasn't it? Um, and since um, COVID, shipping internationally has become fraught and expensive. Yeah. And um, sending a book this heavy that has cost, cost this much is just scary as heck. Yeah, risky um, business. Yeah, it's a really risky business. Um, you know, you when it's a book that's only cost you twenty quid to make it, then you 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 don't you know you don't mind replacing a few that yeah. have got damaged in the post, and it's not even worth your time really to claim on the insurance. Yeah. But when the book has cost you two hundred pounds just to make it, <laughs> you know you are you are really not able, and you've only printed two hundred in total that includes some spares in case of damage you know you really don't want to be hearing from clients that books have got damaged in the post so um no it's just it's just better to let the galleries deal with it and then i've got a gallery that represents me in germany so they can supply orders within the european union which is great great. because if i send a book to, to um the continent it gets opened at the border and loads of tax slapped on it yep um and we've got i I've got a gallery in the UK that can deal with the UK, and a gallery in the USA, which is my biggest market, that can deal with North America, and and any one of those galleries can ship to other places. Yeah, as well.
0: yeah, and, and and as you see, it's for something of this size. I hate to think what the postage costs would be certainly to ship internationally but as you say you need it with insured within an inch of its life well, but it's not actually the insurance as you say it's the fact that you're printing such a limited quantity all you need is four or five to suddenly get damaged and you're having to replace it and you're then having to hope that the replacement arrives in good condition as well and yeah. before you know it you've got no spares left and it becomes a bit nervous so and as you say, it's like you've got you've got a tart you've got an audience there already who who buy your work through the galleries. So it, it seems a practical way to to mm-hmm. let them um particularly for the for the value of the book as well. At the end of the day, it's not a it's not your average or standard um hardback book that comes that that many of us are accustomed to buying. It is something very, very special um, that's been that's been blood, sweat and tears, I'm sure, from your perspective. Yes. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: bit, bit so bit so rewarding as well
1: yeah do you know what even if even if i take a hit on this yep. book i mean it's too soon to know it's only just come out yep. even if i took a hit on this book i wouldn't regret doing it because I, I can tell you and i know you get this ewan having a book of which i am fully proud is so nice yeah. It's just worth it. You know what? Um, I may I may never do another book, who knows? That's it. Um, yeah. and this this is the book that I want to leave behind me. This yeah. is my legacy if I'm even allowed to suggest that I have a legacy because that might seem a bit grandiose, but if if there is a legacy, this book is it. Yeah. And I'm really proud of it. So it's so nice to be able to say that finally.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I know you I know you've talked about it for a long period of time now when we've been chatting about it and it's always been something that you've, you've wanted to, to deliver. um, and yeah, just, just to see it and to, yeah, to appreciate the work and large, large scale as well. It's just, just, just a very different experience. And has it been a positive feedback from, from people who have bought the book? Is it, have they, from those who have maybe had the first one to see them on, on a larger scale format, the quality, et cetera,
1: positive? Yeah. It's been really I've had I've had some lovely feedback. It's been really nice. And um, you know, even from people who've bought the first book, yeah, they've they've still gone on and bought this book and then told me how glad they are that they did, because they are very different <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's been so nice. So um I hope that there'll be there'll be many more people letting me know how they've I, enjoyed the book.
0: Absolutely. And and going forward, I know you're obviously you're you've kind of put now sirens is very much kind of put to put to the bottom of the sea, shall we say, and um, put to the seabed. Um, would you go big scale again for future work, or I suppose maybe it depends on the sort of project you're dealing with. This this work really benefited from 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 the scale.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if there's a next book project, it will probably have to be a little bit more sensible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that maybe yeah. Uh, more people feel they can afford yeah. um, uh, with a longer print run. Um, I do have actually two books laid out in Lightroom
2: Ooh.
1: ready, but I'm not deciding. I mean, I can't do a book a year. I know some yeah. people do. I just think that's too much. You know, there'll be they'll be three years at least before I bring another book out, and I don't know if I will. But if I do, it will have to be smaller, um, in a more yeah. normal standard photo book size. Yeah. And in a way, that's quite nice, you know, Ewan, to make this this yeah. one book the yeah. only one I do like this.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It retains the special. I as you say, this is this is this is the the real one from your legacy from your legacy to call it that. So actually, if you did everything else was a similar sort of size and scale, it kind of detracts a wee bit from it. It's like this this one is is the special one that uh, you've kind of. Pour your poured your heart into in terms of going to the nth degree, all the detail and 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 the expense as well.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, so if anyone wants a really big one, this is the only time they're going to get it.
0: <laughs> that's it. But no, I, all I can say is it is is really really nice to to see it, and it's it's lovely to hear you so happy about it as well. Fundamentally, that that's the thing because at the end of the day, that's why okay you do it to to sell the books but you've got to you, the last thing you'd want to do is have any regrets over this book having having put the effort into it to get to where it is at the moment
1: yeah exactly right
0: and I know I know you're always a big collector of of photo books <laughs> uh, I, I dare say I'm a bit scared to ask what you've been any, any good books that you've been buying recently Um, I suspect maybe one or two I've probably got as well Given the names that you've mentioned earlier. But uh, yeah, always interested to hear to hear what uh, what you've been picking up and if you've got any orders on, on the way as well. I know you mentioned Jeff Conley and he's he had another one out recently and he's got another he's actually got another one coming out in I think January or February next year as well. Oh, no. And as you as you see, the paper quality in his books is really very, very special.
1: Yeah, I really like the only, I've only got one of his. I've got reverence. Right, yeah. And it's one of my favourite photo books. Yeah, yeah. but a Nazraeli really Press are brilliant, aren't they?
0: Yeah, that, that's yeah. it. The what what they do, they it's just very very solid, very consistent, and yeah, mm. the the paper choices they have and consistency for black and white. I think they do they do very very few colour books, certainly that I've seen. But uh, mm. yeah, very very nice.
1: So I'm not even going to try. Last time we had a bit of a competi- healthy competition yeah, going on. I'm not even trying to beat you this oh, time. Very- <laughs> I've so so, com- so
0: so confident. Don't even need to try.
1: No, I know I haven't. Um, I uh, I've spent so much money on my book. I can't afford to buy new books. Um, but I have got some. So I mentioned Sandra's book. Yes, I bet other people have recommended that too. Who've been on baby estates before me?
0: Yeah, people. Well, people. I I think someone's mentioned recommended our latest book, and certainly other people have mentioned previous books in the past. Yeah. Which quite often is the case. People will mention same sort of photographers' names, yes. but, uh, but a variety of books depending on what the, what takes their eye.
1: So um, I've got Lise, which was her previous book that yeah. I have, but this one *Rhythm of Nature*.
2: Yeah, really. I
1: nice. just love it. I think I think she did a really cracking job, and I've had the um, great pleasure of working with Sandra. She and I co ran a work, led a workshop in Iceland last year. Cool. So I got to know her and after the workshop was over and the clients had departed, she and I spent an afternoon together doing photography. And I got on very well with her and I like her greatly. And um, so um, I've now got to understand why this book is so good. And she will, she's very exacting. Yeah. She will not put up with anything that isn't perfect. And um, yeah, if, if people don't know it, it's just stunning. Yeah. Um, from the cover right through all the pictures beautifully printed and it's just a book that I you know I've got a lot of photo books like you not as many as you obviously but I have a lot <laughs> and there there are lots that are on my shelf that I've looked at once Yeah, there aren't that many as a, as a percentage it's quite a small percentage of the whole that I go back to over and over again yeah. and this is one of them Sandra's book so yeah.
0: It's it's a really nice book and it's re- really well designed and it's a it's a big book, big number of pages, but mm. you never tire of it. That, yeah. that that that's the thing. It's it's never one that you think, right, we're still I'm only halfway through or I'm only three quarters of the way through. Really really, really nicely done.
1: Yeah. And um yeah, there's good variety, isn't there? Yeah. And the text is really thoughtfully done, I
0: think. That's yes. yeah. enough
1: to add interest without sort of
0: Overdoing it. Yeah.
1: Overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Um and then I'm slightly worried that I've mentioned this one before. So you've got a better memory than I have you, and you'll tell me if I have. But I really like the series of books, Des Oiseaux.
0: Oh, yeah, I love the books. Yeah, I think they're fantastic.
1: Um, I only actually own two. And my favorite of the two I own is the one by Penty, and I'm gonna misspell it Samalati. Yes,
2: yeah.
1: there it is. Yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Really, yeah. really nice. Is that one
1: I mentioned last time I was on? I hope not.
0: I don't know. I can't. I honestly can't remember. I don't mind mentioning it again to be perfectly honest, because I think it. I think it's a wonderful series. I think I've maybe got. I've got maybe two or three, or maybe three or four of them. But yeah, I really like them. I think they're. It's just it's it's a lovely collection of books it's like um it's kind of like when you've got the likes of the field note zines and landscape editions and stuff like that. it's like a bigger bigger version of that that's just really consistent mm. really and a really nice variety of photographers as well from all different backgrounds different walks yeah. of life etc who, who do similar things
1: so i am inspired by this i i mentor a number of um pri- privately mentor a number of photographers and Inspired by Penty's book, I think I've got three of them over the years to uh, do Penty Samalati bird projects. All right. Yeah, and they <laughs> and um, at least two, if not all, three, all three have absolutely loved it, and it's been one of the favourite things that they've done for me. And they've continued to make Penty Samalati bird pictures ever since. And right. of course, I say they're Penty Samalati, but they're not; they're their own. Yes, um, yeah. Inspired by him. I mean, I love he's got such a great sense of humour. Like this I don't you know, I know yeah, I, oh, I can home, see it, yeah. the little bird is nearly off the edge of the frame. Yeah. I just I just think they're surprising and fun. And I love it when sometimes the birds are obvious stars of the picture and sometimes you actually got to go hunting for them in the yeah. picture, but you know there'll be one there somewhere because the book's called Des Wazzo. And so you look hard and you and you find them. And I love a sense of humor. So yeah.
0: and I I love the I love the variety of of the subject oh. matters for getting aside the birds, urban, rural, just your traditional landscape and, and there's always there's always the bird somewhere. Um it's the ones when you've got like the farmyard shots as well, which it's just it's a lovely just collection series, series of work, and yeah, that even just the atmosphere on, on some of the shots, particularly the urban, the urban land, urban scenes are really really nice.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's a cracking book, and it's another one that I take mm. off my shelf quite yeah. often.
0: And it's it's been very well. It's it's it works for it works phenomenally well when you think about the number of race, different ratios of shots and sizes of shots in this book as well, because there, there's everything from like panoramas on on still in the single pages. Um but it it doesn't feel jarring in any way whatsoever. Yeah.
1: I love, I love this one with the puppy and the magpie. Ah yeah,
0: yeah. Lovely. <laughs> it's
1: brilliant. I love it. And then on the opposite page, there's someone holding the bird. Like, bird, yeah. Like, just brilliant. So I go back to that book a lot. And then, um, right, so you know I'm very good friends with Simon Baxter. Yes. He's um, a top a top geezer, he is, is Simon, and we get on very well. Um, and I have his book, Gathering Time, and I've talked about that before, I think, but yep. I now have um, the um, exhibition catalogue from the, Exhibition he did with Joe, which you've probably got talked to.
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah. Some,
1: Sanctuary. Somewhere.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. I, I love this. Yeah. I mean, this is like an exhibition catalogue on steroids, right?
0: Yeah. 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 Absolutely.
1: <laughs> much more of a book than an exhibition catalogue. And I love this picture by Simon Krampus picture. Lovely. And it's funny because we've just been messaging each other this week because he's gone and got himself a new Krampus picture, which he sent to me. All oh, um, right. And um, I I really enjoy this book. And of course, it's not just Simon, it's Joe. And um, Joe is such a lovely man. And I think his spirit shines through in his work in this book as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm not a woodland photographer in any way, shape or form. <laughs> but <laughs> I really, really enjoyed this book. Yeah, it's, just it's, it's a
0: lovely it's a lovely combination of work from a very small defined area as well, yeah. which is which is which is really nice. And I think it's it's lovely to see the two of them in terms of how their work both complements and actually kind of like separates them apart from from what 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 they've done, which I think yeah. which I think is things nice. And I I actually I managed to make it down to the exhibition. It was lovely to see some of the the prints up on the wall, nice big prints. Um, I
1: deeply regret not making it to the exhibition. I wish yeah. I had. I mean Yorkshire's a long it's a 6-hour drive from me each way. Yeah. It was a long way to go, but I really wish I had because I bet it was amazing.
0: Yeah, the, the print the prints were the prints were stunning, really nice and all nicely set out. Um and but yeah, it was it was nice to nice to it's nice to see the book and I think the book does really do justice for for the work as well.
1: So can I have one more?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Fire on, keep going. All
1: right. Well, this is the last one. Okay. Because this is this is this is not one anyone was going to be able to buy, I'm afraid. Big but it's a fabulous bookie story. So I'm going with it. Um I just got back from um running a workshop in Portugal. And when yep. I got though no, last week, got back, got in through the door, there was some post waiting for me that had accumulated, including a large parcel that I wasn't expecting. When I opened it, there was this beautiful grey box so Very i thought nice. well, i haven't ordered anything what's in here so i opened the box and inside was this beautiful handmade book with a ribbon that allows me to pull Pondos. it out of the box a beautiful letter inside to me um which i'll tell you about in a minute a lovely little picture of an arctic fox lovely. and this gorgeous handmade rum leaf book Beautiful. beautiful green cloth cover, Ooh. meticulously constructed inside. Yep. Fantastic. And it is a, it is called Periphery, and it's by Steve Bennett, who I know you've had on your show. Yes, yep. And it's um, what he's made after coming going on my Sniffles Project workshop. Ah. And he's just sent it to me, and it's absolutely brilliant. I can't yeah. tell you how I pleased I am. I'll just show you one of the many excellent pages in it. Can you see oh, that? that
0: is, yeah, that's lovely. That's yeah, stunning. three
1: separate photos of yep. stuff across the page like that. Yeah. And yeah. um, so Steve, I I love this book form by the way, the drum leaf. Really nice. And um, Steve came on this workshop in September, which is a project workshop. So the clients have to actually work on a project in Iceland. Um, yep. We stay in one location, so it's not a tour. And he's just, I wasn't expecting this book. And I have to tell you, it's made my day, made by week, made my month. It's fantastic. Um, look at that. Beautiful. Three white feathers against the basalt. Very nice, um, yeah. Yeah, it's all black and white, I think. No, no, it's not. He segues into colour towards the end very carefully oh, by way yeah. of sort of rocks that are Fairly yep. colourless, yeah, and um, it's so well made. I mean, he he has done my the bookmaking courses that I do with Adrian and Clear, yes. But he's sort of excelled at it. You know, he's okay. sort of gone on and and there we go, Steve. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Very nice, lovely. That
1: is just fantastic, and it yeah. made. It's the
0: loveliest homecoming I've had in a very long time. To find that way too for me. Very nice. Be- looks a beautiful book, and it, but yes. it just shows it, show, it. just shows you how much an, a beautiful handmade book actually is. It's it's it, again that then takes the whole bookmaking to a kind of a different level altogether because it becomes even more personal and real. You've got total control at that stage of exactly whatever you want to do and things like that as mm-hmm.
1: well. And I know you make you do handmade books as well, Ewan, as 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 now do I, and it is just so nice, isn't it?
2: Yeah,
0: it's it's very. I find it very relaxing and very therapeutic to actually do it because it's 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 the physical aspect of it as well, and it's just it's a nice methodical process. But it's also nice to go from the fact that you can come back, work on whatever work you want to do, print it out. Keep printing out until you get the right image, and then and then decide what format you're going to do it in, and and how you're going to construct it. And as as I've mentioned before, it's like I have I have just like little models that I have made up oh, of yeah. how, of how things with just paper clips of images all clipped in that they then get worked on over time. Um, and it is it's it's a lovely way to do your work, even if you're only doing it even if you're only doing it for yourself. It's so nice yeah. to be able to then have an image if it's a set of 10 images or 15 images and you can just enjoy your own work as opposed to having to look at it on the screen all the time
1: yeah i completely agree well one of these days i've got to come and see your your handmade books
0: Yep, yeah, yeah well actually you can come and see some of the other books as well
1: yeah that would be cool yeah that's right. that. i think a, tri- a trip up north of the border is long overdue
0: Yes, well, when you're passing in Glasgow, do let me know, um, and uh, yeah, it'd be lovely to ca- lovely to catch up. And uh, but no, I've I have a few books that I need to kind of get my finger out and actually get on and doing. So it's finding time that 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 is that's the biggest challenge. It's it's finding time to do these things. Um, but we'll get we'll get there eventually. We'll see we'll see what happens. But. It's it's nice um and but it's, it's lovely to see other people making handmade books in the community of people who are doing that growing because I think there's a definite demand for that when it becomes more of a, a real piece of art that's the that's the thing it's like we were talking about before the cost now of printing the cost of particular of hardback books is really excelling up um and well, if you get anything for 40 50 pounds less than that you're doing you're doing pretty well these days Um, and it'll be interesting to see if more people move to say the softback or zines but I still always think that when people think about publishing their own book they naturally always go to what's got to be hardback coffee table book and I think I don't think I personally I don't think it does there's some body there's some zines that I've got that I've paid a fiver for that the work is such a personal connection from my childhood or something else like that that I can tell you everything about the book, but if it'd been a hardback book, it would never have been published because there's n- there's no demand for it. So actually, it's it's accessibility of these things as well, which I think is is really quite important. And um, yeah, we'll see we'll see where it goes.
1: Well, it's interesting. Um, I'm friendly with Sean Tucker, and you yeah. know Sean is doing this uh, magazine now called Parable. Yeah, and I, I bought the first uh, issue that came out, and then he gave me because I ran into him at Simon's birthday party I think um, he gave me the second one and they're really nice actually. Um, now he's managed to combine the sort of accessibility of a magazine with it's got the feeling of a fine art product.
0: Yes. Yeah yeah, well that, that's it and there's always these there's always ways in which they can do it was which which one was the other magazine that came out of it originally came out printed and is it now all digital? as elements is that the one i'm thinking of
1: oh i don't know has that become has that
0: I, become... I, maybe maybe it still is printed but I, I know certainly a lot a lot of people view all the mag all all maybe the magazines as being more digital so it's lovely when someone does bring something out in a beautiful printed form as well um and then yeah but it's the challenges of printing costs these days and how do you get someone to pay a good a good amount of money to make it worth your worth the time and yeah. effort because these these things take up so much time to do.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's I know only too well. <laughs> it's a hard it's a hard equation financially. I'm not yeah. sure my accountant's very pleased with me this year.
0: <laughs> well saying that maybe ne- maybe end of next year once you've sold them all off, I'm sure your accountant will be, will, will be slightly more will be more than delighted with the results <laughs> of them. We'll see. <laughs> But on that note, Rachel, look, it's been an absolute pleasure as always chatting to you. Thank you for, for sharing uh, the background and some of the stories behind uh, the gallery edition of Sirens. Um, and uh, I hope you have a nice Christmas as well.
1: Oh, well, thank you. And I hope you do too.
0: Will do. Hope to, hope to see you soon as well. Maybe Maybe 2024 somewhere as well.
1: I think that would be really nice. Let's make it happen.
0: Excellent. Lovely. Thank you very okay. much, Rachel. Cheers.